Stand by for another busy work fast cast. Finishing up my three part series on the final interview questions. But I'm not suggesting I'll never address this topic again. I'm quite sure I will, especially since I believe it's a vital part of any successful interview. Today, I wanted to talk about two situations I faced, one unsuccessfully and the other successfully when handling these final questions in an interview. As I discussed in the previous two episodes, having prepared questions to ask the interviewer at the end of the interview and especially asking questions about the interview can be very important in deciding whether you move forward as a candidate or not. Conversely, the answers may help you decide if you want to move forward in the process with an organization or not. Either result can be very beneficial to you, the candidate. Now to my examples. Two specific instances in my career when I was interviewing for a new role, and in both cases it was for a promotion in the traditional sense, more money, more responsibility. But one was successful and the other was not. What went right and what went wrong? In both cases, I believe firmly that it boiled down to my questions at the end of the interview. So let's talk about the unsuccessful instance first. Let me set the scene for you. Great opportunity presented itself. It fit my skills and experience perfectly. The interview went well, including a presentation that I had spent hours preparing, and I knew I was one of only three people being interviewed, so I felt confident in my chances of being selected. After the presentation, the hiring committee asked me a few more questions and allowed me to ask my questions, and I started with one that I thought was pretty good. And that's when it all fell apart. <laughs> my question What's the best part of working here? Was met with one of the hiring committee members, literally, I know that word gets overused, but in this case, literally rolling her eyes, shaking her head and saying it like, I kid you not. Ugh. Everyone asked this question. There was nowhere to go from there. And I didn't get hired. <laughs> Surprise. In fact, no one on the committee would look me in the eyes after that. So I knew the real decision maker had already decided I wasn't the one. Now a little bit of karma on that one. And I throw this in as an aside. The person they did hire left after two months. So I kind of felt a little vindicated after that. But hey, I'm always positive and professional. So I don't want to dwell on how that one turned around and bit him in the back. <laughs> anyway, now it may seem like it was a good question. And on its face, it is a good question. I mean, tell me what's the greatest thing about or the best thing about working here. But in hindsight, if you Google questions to ask at the end of the interview, that one question is almost always in the top 10. That means it's not creative. It's lazy. And it was my fault for not being more thoughtful in preparing unique, specific, custom questions for the interview. And I believe to this day, that question alone decided my fate. Now for the good example, when I interviewed for the job I have now, July 2017, 
I broke one of my most important job search rules. Don't schedule more than one interview in a business day. I had a good reason for it. I had to travel to get to these two interviews that I scheduled. So it was costing me time and money and a night in a hotel. I was multitasking in a sense, but it meant two high stakes interviews only a few hours apart. Very scary and not recommended. The morning interview went well. And after lunch, and by the way, that was a really thought-provoking situation. What to eat for lunch so I don't fall asleep or throw up in my afternoon interview. Anyway, after lunch, I went to the afternoon interview at the College of Charleston. And it turned out to be a panel interview, which... I usually like, I like having more than one or two people to talk to. I think it makes the interview easier for me, but other than flubbing one question, tell me about a time you failed a question I will address in a near future podcast episode. I felt like things had gone well. Now, in all honesty of the two interviews I had that day, this was the job I really wanted. I had done my research for both roles, but for this one, I had dug in and really prepared extensive notes. There was a presentation as well, and I had worked really hard on that one too to make sure it was customized and detailed to the role and to the college. When it finally came time to ask my questions, I focused on an area in which I knew I could excel, presentations. I asked a question for something that I knew the answers would go back to my skill set. In a way, I guess I was setting up the hiring committee to let me tell them more about why I was qualified. But in another way, it was a great way to highlight a skill that I think I am very strong in and effectively use in this role. Now, for the role I was planning to leave, I had spent several years with a weekly professional development program called Tuesdays with Corey. Many of these were recorded and posted to YouTube, and the hiring committee had watched several of them before the interview, which was pretty cool. So I asked this question. If I am selected for this role, I would want to create a professional development program for students focused on things like resumes and interviews. What would you like to see in that program? And what medium would you prefer I use to deliver that content? This question referenced something they already knew I could do, and it showed my interest in continuing a program that placed my strengths and provided me with an opportunity to gain insights into what was needed, which allowed me follow-up opportunities to discuss how I could meet that need. Interestingly, the podcast wasn't included. We talked about videos, which in 2017, you know, YouTube was was an effective way to do that. And podcasting, which of course was around in 2017, it was not something I had ever considered. We talked about these traditional means of presentations, including workshops too. But it turns out the best option we found hands down is the podcast. And that is a direct result of that question. And it's my go-to when I want to create something to help people get better at being professional. That question that I asked led to this opportunity for me to give information through this medium of podcasting, which is pretty cool. A successful final interview question that is still bearing fruit years later.
Final questions in an interview are still part of the interview, a crucial part. I dare say interviews are made and broken, at least once in my case, at this point. I hope this series, three-part series on the final interview questions, helps you focus on this oftentimes overlooked aspect of the process. So the next time you're facing an interview, you have thoughtful, creative, custom questions to close the deal and get the job. See you next time on Busy Work for more ideas on how to mind your business.